We made a music documentary series for HBO. It's called Music Box. We did six films. They are all available on HBO Max right now. Stream them at your leisure. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford, or its affiliates. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're still going to be putting up some podcasts this week. I know it's the holidays. I know we cut back a little bit, but football, basketball, low pop culture, it's all happening. I don't think we're going to have new rewatchables this week. We might take the week off and come back strong first Monday in January 2022. Stay tuned. Might change our, might change our mind, too. Still circling Limitless with Bradley Cooper. Been heavy circling. Sent many scouts there to check it out. Uh, speaking of checking it out on FanDuel Sportsbook, we ended up not doing an underdog parlay of the week, but I think we moved to the alternate parlay, um, alternate line parlay that we did for a million dollar picks, which did really well this week, by the way. If you uh, if you're a million dollar picks fan, we succeeded this week, and this was the last bet we had. It was an alternate line with Miami. I think it was plus three and a half and then the under all the way up to 44 and a half Miami and the Saints. So go check out FanDuel Sportsbook if you want to see the boost for that. Coming up on this podcast, the Cuz and I are going to talk. What else? Football. Is this season ever going to end? That's next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, we're taping this. It is 8 p.m. Pacific time. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm more excited about your game than mine. But go ahead, go ahead. Do the intro. Well, your game, it's, your game is just in the fourth quarter. It's 56 to 7 as we're taping this. We did the rarely seen jump the gun because it's such a blowout. You're humiliating the Washington professional football team, which, by the way, it's impossible because they're constantly humiliated. Who gets humiliated more than the Washington professional football team? I was saying they need to force, the league needs to force them to change their name again because they don't resemble a football team. It's even more, it's as offensive to some people as the other nickname was. But go on, I love beating Dan Snyder's team. I'm sorry House isn't here to join us. What happened to House? Did you check on him? Wait, I, don't, I think House probably isn't even watching this game. I checked out uh, Daniel Snyder. Do you know how long he's been the owner? Of Washington. Ooh. 
This is a good one. This it's uh, way longer than you th- than you guess. Uh, Seventeen years. Nineteen ninety nine. Twenty three. Uh, uh, yeah, this is his twenty third year. Yeah. Wow. He is his lifetime record now is one fifty five and two eleven with a tie. There's two playoff wins total during that stretch, mm-hmm. and they've had at least three investigations. Just recently, there in the Washington Post, um, a former employee wrote a whole piece about wondering why the report hasn't been released yet of this whole investigation they did where the league was like, well, we didn't want to, you know, there's some witnesses and it's like, well, you could just black out their names and we could have all the information. Why aren't you doing that? Um, What a pox. Is three three investigations in 23 years a lot by NFL owner standards? (laughs) I figure the over under is like one and a half if you last a quarter of a century. Yeah, that's true. Well, they're definitely over. Yeah. Yeah. And this investigation is going on and on. But uh, unfortunately for us, because of this COVID and how crazy it's been, Mm. we've had to watch them twice in six days. Yeah, that's true. They've been on television. Right, um, right. Tuesday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They're really t- bad. I mean, people were screaming about how they're going to give Dallas a run for their money. They beat them twice last year. I'm not going to I, I, I'm pretending to be excited here, but I was looking back. We haven't beaten a team over 500 in, uh, since Daniel Snyder took the reins over in Washington. So that is <laughs> going to be a little bit of an issue. Uh, well, that was a, Dallas, but I was exciting. seeing it. Their halftime show, they're talking about how good Jalen Hurts looked today against the Giants. And it's mm. like, can we can we not get excited about how anybody looks against the Giants or Washington? Like, and, and let's throw those out. I'm feeling a little like you were feeling probably like seven or eight years ago when there wasn't even a prospect of a good quarterback in the, in the division for the next couple of years. Now, you could say that Philly is going to go hard after Deshaun Watson, and that'll be the end of that if they get him. But, boy, it's like a real giddy feeling like uh, you know, almost uneasy. Like this never happens in Dallas. Like I know winning the division is only part of it. Go beat green Bay, go beat Tampa and all those other teams that are better than you or deemed better than you. But is it, did you used to feel this way too? This is something else. Well, you clinched the division before this game today. Right. That's pretty nice. It's usually nice. Like when three weeks, four weeks left in the season, you're taking care of business. Also, you guys are heroes tonight to all these people who had, fantasy playoff matchups tied to the Cowboys defense or Dak or Zeke or whatever receivers you had scored today. Uh, The Dallas defense probably swung a crap load of matchups. So Mm -hmm. things are feeling good. We have had these role reversals on this podcast with Dallas and the Patriots. Yeah, I like it. I think this is like the fourth one where now you're happy and I'm miserable. Yeah, I mean, we it's almost exactly the same. So we haven't had to cheat as far as I could tell to do it. So that's always a plus. I like that. I want to talk about your team. Let's do it. Let's do, go ahead. I'll let you. Um, I don't know. I mean, you have to give the bills credit. You have to figure something out here. Have you thought about what you're going to say? Yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. We got our asses kicked. I actually thought the score should have been worse. I mm. thought it should have been more of a blowout. I thought we were lucky to have it only be an 11 point game or whatever the final uh, score was 12 point game. Um, Allen was magnificent. Buffalo did the thing when you play Buffalo, you're always hoping they're not going to do, which is just Allen's going to touch the ball on every play. Mm -hmm. I think he had 49 passes and 10 rushes. So he had 59 touches in the game. And I don't know. That's what I don't want. What I want is them handing off to Zach Moss and Singletary, stuff like that. So I thought offensively, they looked great. I thought he was awesome. And then we sucked. We've sucked now two games in a row where they've had two playoff teams that they had to at least show that they could tread water with and came out in each first half and sucked. Bad penalties, 
um, not converting on third downs and not being able to get stops. Like it doesn't, I don't know what happened since the buy, but the team fell apart. I love it. I love everything you just said. Now, but, but what does this what does this mean for the future? Because I think, in a way, Belichick, who was great in the post in the press conference, did you see afterwards when that woman asked him I what did. his New Year's resolutions were? I mean, the old Belichick. That this is a subdued what balls she has on her, and he didn't tr even try to deflate him. But what balls she has to ask, and then he went through the the things that he could have said, and he wisely. This is a new man we're dealing with here, new person altogether. He would have ripped their head off in the past, but he's subdued. This is Subway Bill. And uh, I think Subway Bill is protecting Mac Jones. Subway Bill. I think this is why he only threw three passes a few weeks ago against Buffalo. He realizes this season is long. He saw something in his quarterback. You're now looking at You're going to make the playoffs. You're going to have the worst quarterback in the playoffs. Oh, you stop. Know you don't are. do it. You don't, know you are. No, Who's don't worse? turn this into first take. Who's the Come worst on. AFC? Who's stop. the worst AFC quarterback? Tell a bad who. game. He's been good all season. Tell me who. They're protecting him at this point in the season. It's too long for a rookie. He'll be good. He'll be fine eventually. But this year, I think you're shot. First of, all, first of all, they didn't block for him the whole game. And it's not like Buffalo is the yeah. 85 Bears. So I didn't understand that. Second of all, drops receivers in the wrong spots. And then he would make bad plays too. I thought everybody was bad. I'm not hanging it on Mac. I didn't you think Mac what? was good. I thought that was his worst this game is since what, week three. No, no, no. Get, look look at it. He's, he has 47-yard first halves across the board. You'll see in the last month. Believe me, I fell for it too. And he's going to win offensive rookie of the year because no one else stepped up. But they are protecting him right now. Who's the worst AFC quarterback? Teams, team, well, especially no Aguilar because Aguilar got knocked out in the uh, Indianapolis game. No who's our Aguilar. only fast guy. Well, he's right. our only fast guy. Buffalo just moved everyone up. Mm. I mean, they were basically like in a goal, it looked like a goal line defense practically and they're blitzing and they were just, you know, 10 yards and in and that nobody was getting open. And if somebody was open, they would drop a pass. Like when Nikhil Harry dropped that one, that was a huge one. I thought that looked bad and I'm really concerned because you never want to peak in October, right. which I think That's the Cardinals issue. did. Mm -hmm. I think the Patriots did to some degree. Schedule mm -hmm. might've played a little bit of factor, but you want to be the team that's looking like Buffalo did in that game where Buffalo, I, I was thinking about, I watched that Tampa game, which was the game after the Pats game. And in the first half, it looked like the Pats had broken Buffalo, right? Tampa's takes a huge lead on Buffalo. Buffalo's a mess. Right. And then the second half, they kind of found something where it was like, Allen just basically, all right, Josh, just try to get us back in this. And now that's kind of how they play. Like I, I saw, one of the stats I saw, I actually wrote some stuff down so I'd be prepared. He was so oh, good, Alan. First yeah, downs, go they had 28 first downs that were just first and 10. And they threw on 20 of them, which is if you're if you're betting on Buffalo or, or you're rooting for Buffalo, that's what you want. You want to throw on first down. He's so yeah. dangerous at the shotgun and he can be a, res a running back whenever he wants. That third and two play or third and one. I mean, that was key right there. Well, he made like three moves to sidestep the defender. I forget who it was, but that and it got like eight yards out of the deal. That was that was like Josh Allen saying, I don't want to hear this. Mac Jones is better than me or this team is better than me. They, I mean, that was a crushing. That was a. Uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't Cowboys, Washington. Nothing. We'll never see anything like that again. Uh, these eyeballs <laughs> will never witness anything like that. But it was, I would, I'd be worried about. I don't know who do you even want to play in the playoffs now. Well, who matches the up with you. The question for me is: Was the strategy wrong? Did Allen play an awesome game, and you just got to tip your hat, or was that a game that if you played that game ten times, Buffalo wins nine of ten, or ten out of ten? Because we came out, we did the nickel, trying to see if we could single. 
basically cover everybody. And that freaking slot receiver on Buffalo destroyed us. And he destroyed Miles Bryant the whole game, who's been really good at covering slot guys. But every time they needed him, McKenzie would get open and get another first down. It is unbelievable, right? Like, and I want to get into this when we talk about other games, although I'm happy to just uh, stop at this game and then we'll mm. go for an hour. But the, the whatever the common... Uh, narrative is just steer clear of it. Oh, Beasley's yeah. out. Gabriel Davis is out. They're going to have a tough time throwing the ball. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, uh, the Colts have five offensive linemen out. Uh, the, yeah, you got to go against them. Like almost every common narrative like went down today. What was it? Oh, Houston had uh, 22 guys out on Friday. Don't don't bet them for sure. They pull off the upset. It's weird. The same thing with um, Seattle, Chicago. I don't know. It's uh, you just have to stay away from the obvious stuff. Oh, everyone had the under in that Seattle, Chicago. As soon as they saw a bit of snow, everybody's like, oh, I'm going under. It went over. Arizona was the worst one because Indianapolis lost their entire offensive line. Yeah. And at some point that should matter. During it's like, the game you're, right, you're known. Yeah. You're known for your offensive line. You've lost all your starters and somehow they're still able to block and Arizona was just as bad as yeah. ever. Let me ask you about the bills for a second, because we see this happen in early December, mid-December, but the season's longer this year. It started later. So I guess now Christmas would be the demarcation line now. Mm -hmm. They only, other than Allen, Singletary was 12 for 39 rushing the ball and Moss was three for 12. It didn't yeah, really so. matter because they were 28 for 114 the whole time. They right. kept getting kept getting third downs over and over again when they needed it. And the Pats would help them out with like, oh, you're going to, you might go for it on fourth and seven. Let's jump off sides and make that a fourth and two for you. Mm -hmm. Like it was a bunch of moments like that. From the shotgun too. It's not from like the a shotgun. hard, hard count right. from the shotgun. The yeah. center ripped his head up and Barmore was completely oh, confused. But um, can you win this way in the playoffs for three or four straight rounds if your running backs just aren't good? If your best running back is your quarterback? That would be the question I was asking for. Because the Bills, everything else, I was worried about their toughness. I didn't mm -hmm. think they were tough enough. I felt the same way about the Rams. Those were the two teams where you looked at them and you went, not tough enough. You could push them around. They pushed the Pats around today. I thought they were they were kind of bullied the Pats a little bit. Yeah. But without a running back who you could really rely on, on like, I don't know, a third and four, um, second and eight, can you get me to third and three? They don't have that guy. And I I, I don't know if that's a hole or not. It's, it feels like it is. Oh, of course. I think it's definitely difficult. And, you know, people are saying, well, just like we thought, Bills and Chiefs, those are the teams to beat in the AFC. Not so fast. I think if the Titans get Derrick Henry back, they solve that riddle that you just presented. You're going to be able to run whenever you want. Jonathan Taylor is scary as shit all the time. Yep. The Colts are going to make the playoffs. Um, you know, there are a bunch of good options out there. I just know that the New England Patriots are not one of them. That's the only thing I could take from today. Wow, so you're writing them off. Or you're just doing that because you're being <laughs> well, a dick. You talk about three games. Like, Mac, I really think that season's gotten too long for Mac Jones. Yes, I'm also being a dick, but... I don't, you talk about like winning three games. I mean, Belichick is really going to have to put a spell on some of these other teams. They're just like vastly more talented at the skill positions. Well, the strategy today, I thought he got out coached today. Mm -hmm. McDermott did a good job. You, he did. He didn't wait until the second quarter of the third quarter to play the way they should have just played against the Patriots when they played them. So kudos to him. Uh, Belichick usually owns Buffalo too. So that was, that was, he had, he had to win this game though. McDermott after what you guys did to him a couple Mondays ago, it was an embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Like he would maybe have had to leave the league, uh, the league if this happened again. I am not panicking about Mac yet. I think he's a rookie QB. Yeah. And sometimes it's going to happen. And it was just one of those days. 
and he didn't look good. And the team didn't look good. Harris was able to run on the Bills. And that was the frustrating thing. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck, if, if we could have ever gotten a little control of the game, a little momentum. The fact that Buffalo got the kickoff in the third quarter was a bummer. You know, because the Pats basically squandered it in the first drive. That was right. all of a sudden Buffalo had the ball. So it felt like Buffalo had it the first drive in the first half and the second half. And uh, and they could never, I felt like Harris could have run on them. Yeah. So if we, we might see them again, that might be our 3 6 matchup in three weeks. I guess that could work, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, don't yeah. blow that, Bills. All right. Let's, uh, let's go. Actually, let's take a break and then we'll go through some of the AFC playoff stuff. All right. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time, that's usually about Five o'clock, five thirty, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at Michelobeultra.com slash courtside LDA twenty one and up. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. If you're anything like me during a busy day at work, I need lunch that is just as fresh as it is delicious and easy. And the all-new Cantina Chicken Menu from Taco Bell is exactly that, made with high quality ingredients like seasoned slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo. Shredded purple cabbage and avocado verde salsa sauce. The new Cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. All right, AFC playoffs. KC is in the driver's seat at 11 and four, and they've looked pretty unstoppable since Edward Solaire came back, but now he's out. What's wrong with, do we know? What's wrong with them? I don't know. Some I sort of shoulder just- thing? Yeah, they're just uh, they're just sick of beating up on teams. So he's like, I'm just gonna sit out for a little bit. Yeah, they have they they could still lose a game, right? And win the yeah the they get the one seed. I'm looking at yeah, right? they're at Cincy at Denver. They'll win one of those. They're gonna be the one seed. They'll get a nice buy. Then you have Tennessee, who won a really impressive game on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown just basically took the game over. San Fran couldn't cover him. Jimmy G made two bad plays and. I bet on San Francisco that game and I'm watching it going, I don't understand. I can't believe we're not going to win this game. <laughs> right. I feel like I made the right pick and all of a sudden Tennessee stealing it, which they've done four times this year. I think maybe, you know, I, I think people would look up to us if we claimed a team that we were full of shit about all year long. And it might be the San Francisco 49ers because we zigzagged with them. Right. Right. Wasn't the big bit. For three weeks. I know you don't check your measures. Shanahan. No, Shanahan winning record. Right. People really want an explanation for this. So like you and Bill can't jump ship. You can't for a month go over Shanahan's record, how it compares to Bruce Coslett and all the worst, but whoever we, I don't even remember who we had him up against. And then jump on Jimmy G and say that they're going to be the toughest out and how you don't want your Cowboys facing them. And even in that game against Tennessee, I went back and forth three times. I'm like, damn, this team looks good. Debo Samuel's the best whatever you want to call him in the league, running back or wide receiver after contact. Yeah. I don't want anything, any part of it. And then it's, it's true. It's like Jimmy G throws up four balls for grabs and you just have to hope that two of them are batted down and maybe one of them lands in the uh, opposing, uh, you know, bread basket. That that's it. But uh, yeah, they're, they're in a little bit of trouble. I don't think they make it now. I think they're, no, done. they make it. Why? No, I think the Eagles, think? I think the Eagles win their next two. And, 
And uh, who else is there? So five teams are in, right? Yeah. Uh, the Eagles will make it. And I think I can we not can we not crown the Eagles yet? I'm still not sold on them. No, I know. I don't think they're good either. I, not even play, remotely. They're at Washington. They're going to play Dallas, and I have a feeling that game's not going to matter. I think well, I do. Seven, I do have a Shanahan update. Shanahan is now thirty-seven and forty-three. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> so, I think we just have to say we're full of shit with the forty. No, he dropped. He dropped below Joe <laughs> Philbin. He's still ahead of Dick Nolan and Walt Michaels. No, listen. <laughs> The se- the season takes forever. Of course, we're going to change our <laughs> mind on teams. The season won't end. It's, we still have two weeks left. That's true. I All thought right, it yeah. was over. I, like I've changed my opinion on ten teams five times. The only thing I'll credit Shanahan with, I think, at this point, is with what he's done with Debo Samuel. He's like, we need this guy touching the ball without any risk of an interception. <laughs> So he's going to take some carries in the backfield. We're going to right. watch him cook. And it's like, all right, can we do this all the time? It's like, well, no, he's got to actually line up at wide receiver. And Jimmy G's going to have to throw him the ball a couple of times. Like, oh, man, there's really no way to avoid it. Like, no, not really. People will notice eventually. So uh, that 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 I'll give Shanahan credit for. But the Walt Michaels thing, God, you can keep going. I don't know. Maybe well, we're just full of it with them. He does that thing where he scripts the first 15 plays or whatever, and they look look unbelievable. Maybe yeah. we should just bet the Niners first quarter the rest of the way. Oh, interesting. And then once they go through those 15 plays, all of a sudden Jimmy G's throwing it into three guys. I still like their talent. And, I, I you know, you lost on the Chargers today with the Texans. Son of a but bitch. The, but the Chargers are missing. And this is why I stayed away from the it. Chargers I, by the way, I got killed all week. The Chargers the, are missing Derwin James, I know. Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Joey Bosa. But and Texans, at some point, every team has what? Six, seven good guys, and then everyone is the same. First of all, I think you're right, but it's impossible to handicap these things. Shouldn't yeah. it be the reddest of red flags when you see a team is 22 out because of COVID? Are these all just special teams players, the 22 that are out for Houston? Like, all of a sudden, Davis Mills. And by the way, do you think that's going to be Belichick's biggest mistake, taking Mac Jones over Davis Mills? That could be, that's going to come back to <laughs> we, we were taking Davis in the second round. Yeah. We're seeing this going. in the NBA where you, where these guys who never play come in. I was yeah. watching o- OKC tonight. They had this guy, Aaron Wiggins, who I'd never heard of in my life, who had mm-hmm. like 24 points. He was a shooting guard. He looked really good. And I guarantee we never would have seen him all year if COVID hadn't demolished every roster. Right. But maybe, Maybe they're just more talented people at the pro level than we than we know who could at least be like adequate. It's very strange in a year where, you know, okay, so you had five quarterbacks drafted, but Trey Lance never made it, right? So, but the four and none of them really like Mac Jones stepped up front for offensive player of the year, but it was still lackluster numbers, right? And then even with the MVP race, it's like, ah, Rogers, oh, some weeks he wants it. Oh, the Brady didn't look great. Like, Quarterback play is very strange. And then you got like a Davis Mills coming out there or uh, you right. know, like Lamar Jackson could be the third best quarterback on the Ravens this year for all we know. But um, yeah, the Davis Mills, the Texans, but son of a bitch. I told you that my best bet of the year was Texans and Lions, both under four and a half wins. And Fandle gave me plus 250 for it. I have to sweat that out. The Texans have four wins now. Are you freaking kidding me? Well, and then we had the <sighs> Lions worst record. Ah. <sighs> So Jets Jaguars, I'm rooting against some. I I rigged it so in our fantasy league, I'm going against Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs, which is right. great. I blocked them on every quarterback they could have picked up. <laughs> They've Trevor Lawrence. He's driving for the game winning touchdown. Yeah, but I'm also rooting against him for fantasy. So I'm like in nine places. Oh, yeah. takes it down and can't get in against the Jets, and that's how we're going to lose our Lions' worst record bet because oh, God. the Jags couldn't. 
punch it in against the fucking Jets, who suck. Jets who now have three at, wins. At New England and versus Indy. They're Detroit done. at Seattle and versus Green Bay. Uh, Jags have it. The Jags are terrible. And they lost Robinson today. Son of a bitch. And I the Jets, this. who in classic Jets fashion, there's like these two dominant defensive players, right? Yeah. And they have now figured out a way to not be in the top two of the draft. They yeah, now the, need help to, to get in the top two. They need other teams to win. Like Trevor Lawrence against Zach Wilson, one versus two in the draft. And no one gave a shit about that game. Like, ah, oh, these quarterbacks are lousy and that game sucks. And like, you know, it's very, very weird year. Uh, for sure. Well, Kyle can attest. We had a lot of that game on on one of the TVs and mm -hmm. it was truly horrible. But yeah. I will say the Jets, like Michael Carter looks good. Elijah Moore looked good before he got hurt. Wilson doesn't look awful. Like they've, they have drafted some good, he looked okay some good today. people. He looked okay today for sure. Um, I want to address your fantasy league because you do this every year, whether you make the playoffs or not. You stuck yourself with four defenses thinking you were cute. And no, then, I had three. Are you sure? I thought you had three on the bench. I had three, but then I picked up the Bengals late last night <laughs> right, because it was four. Josh Johnson. And I started them over the three I had, and they did by far the worst because I'm an idiot. And this is why I fucking hate fantasy football. <laughs> the three it, on it the sucks. bench. It's the, the worst. The defenses on the bench scored 15 or more points. The one you started, you started the Bengals, st uh, scored six. Yeah. And you lost by like seven. It was the difference. Why do you give no. yourself a headache of four? You do this all the time. Either with quarterback hey, Josh Johnson. He, he started four times in 12 years. It, it, he's in Cincinnati. I can't, they can't get three picks. Listen, if you have and three. And I have Tampa. I take Tampa out. They're going against Cam Newton and Sam Darnold. And I'm an idiot. I love this it. is it. This is fantasy football exists to no, make us feel isn't. bad about no, ourselves. No one else has four deep. Don't blame fantasy football. You gave yourself a, Listen, a, a migraine. I had my guys. I, I'm not going to pick up some like shitty like Cole Komet when I don't, I'm not going to start him when I have Kyle Pitts. So. I tried to just take the best people. Right. It didn't work. Terrible. I hate I it. You're going to win uh, the keeper league we're in. And I bet uh, Chang on the side. I, I bullied him into a bet. Yeah, I'm not going to make him pay. I bullied him into a side bet, and I, I beat him by like 30 points. The CBS guru, how dare you, insulted me by making it a, a pick em game, and I, and I crushed him. Yeah, the CBS guru, I went into my playoff matchup. Mm. I was down like nine, but I had Javante Williams. And the other guy and STDs, Tony, had uh, Tyler Lockett. Right. Snowstorm. I'm like, I got a chance. Mm -hmm. Denver, like, just decides they're just never going to use Javante Williams. Like, he, he, you could argue he's, like, one of the seven or eight most talented running backs. In but the he league. had, like, seven carries today, right? Yeah, the seven carries. They ran 40 plays total. Yeah. Every time they got the ball, they would just, like, run Melvin Gordon the line for minus two. Lock would throw an incompletion. Third down incompletion, they'd punt it. And that was their offense. And at Javante, all I needed was like 60 yards from him. I win our, I win our week. I go to the mm -hmm. finals. All I want to do is vote out Damashek. And now I can't. <laughs> I'm so excited. Give whoever wins like $25,000 and you can uh, get it done. Just to I really hate fantasy. Why, why, is, why do we do it? Who enjoys it? Why do we what's, do it? We say this every year. You win and it's like, what's fun about it? You win some money. You no, get a couple nice. of congrats, dude, texts, and then that's it. I made a side bet with Chang, and now I own Major Dorma. I get to call Major Dorma whatever Major I want. Dorma. I do. It's Major you Dallas should, now. Now I'm calling you know, him. Your bet should have been, you should have hosted a pod, uh, episode of his his uh, <laughs> yes. his podcast and just uh, had all these terrible food opinions. It caused yeah. outrage in the Chang I gained community. the most weight this year. I deserve to do that, yes. Uh, NFC playoffs. So just to put a bow in the AFC, KC, Tennessee, Buffalo, Cincy. 
Then we have Indy and New England at nine and six. And then we have the Chargers in Baltimore and Vegas at eight and seven. Miami potentially at eight and seven. So who try figuring that out? Good luck. Well, and, I mean, who who do we want to root against? I mean, by now, like I said, last week we didn't have a team. Like I'm salivating to root uh, to bet against them and the Shakey's ball. You know, we don't really have that in the AFC. I guess Cleveland kind of controls their own destiny if Cincinnati loses to Kansas City. But they is suck. that true? Yeah, Cleveland's go, terrible. Yeah, they all no. Suck Cle- too. Cleveland's seven and eight. They don't control anything. No, so if they go nine and eight and Cincinnati. Oh, they beat Cincinnati because last they play week. the Cle- yeah they right. play them the last year if they lose to KC Cincinnati yeah well our week seventeen games that are fun we have KC Denver and mm-hmm. that mean, might mean nothing to KC that could be one of those nobody they plays. can lose one so yeah. Denver could actually like be in a good situation there mm-hmm. New England Miami and then uh, which potentially could be for a playoff spot this is week eighteen week eighteen week eighteen yeah, yeah I'm sorry yeah. week eighteen not yeah. week seventeen right. And then Chargers Vegas. Vegas is this year's Michael Myers team. It's unbelievable. I I've thought they were dead a hundred times and somehow they're still alive. Even today, they're dying to give away that game. Yep. They couldn't do it. They're playing good defense, though. That's that's what's weird. Yeah. Uh, this time well, they of have year. a good they have a good front four. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the NFC, the week eighteen games, Dallas Philly, which yeah. I mean, you might you might be able to rest that you might just have the two seed locked up for that. Who knows? Yep. Rams, Niners, and then Saints, Falcons could actually mean something. And we, I think, are the only two people who bet on the Falcons to make the playoffs, <laughs> which is somehow still alive. <laughs> Every week they either lose by 30 or they win by four in the last minute of the game. So what on do some you think? weird so, defensive So team. New England makes it, Indy makes it, and then I think... Yeah, because we're going to beat Jacksonville, so that'll put us in. I don't even want to see the Chargers. Let Miami in or something. I hate that Chargers team. They are so effing soft. They gave up 100 yards rushing to that Texans team who doesn't run on anybody in the first half. They Rex Burkhead? Oh, my God. They couldn't stop a third and three. Disgusting. Yeah, but if you have seven good guys and you're missing five of them, that's a problem. Come on. The Texans is killing me. Just killing NFC, me. Green Bay, Dallas, Tampa, and then the Rams have the edge over Arizona. They're both 10 and 5. So your wild card, Arizona's in. Unless mm-hmm. they can, they play the Rams. So they don't play the Rams. They got at Dallas, home Seattle. Arizona's in. They're, they, they're no, in no, the I'm saying for to try to get the, oh, okay. the division. Yeah. Rams are at Baltimore, home San Fran. Mm-hmm. So who knows what happens there? San Fran, they have home Houston next week, then at the Rams. Yep. So nine and seven should be enough for them to at least get a seven seed, I would think. I think nine and eight is good in the AFC. I've been saying that. I still think nine and eight because whoever you're talking about, the Chargers, Miami, these teams are going to split, I think, the, the last two. And uh, yes, nine and eight for sure. But I think I think Philly jumps up and gets that last spot. San Francisco screwed themselves here. Well, if if they split the next two, San Francisco's making it. If they're nine and eight, no. So they said if, if San Francisco's nine and eight, Philly's nine and eight, and New Orleans is nine and eight, then San Francisco, San Fran's the odd man. Yeah, out. but New Orleans is losing tomorrow. New Orleans, New Orleans playing Miami. They're not so that, winning tomorrow. So that would they make have them Ian what? Book. That would make them they, seven and eight, and then they have Carolina and Atlanta. I don't know. And then Atlanta. <laughs> don't even. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> How is Atlanta still alive? Don't do it. Uh, talk about a, a team that was dying to lose. Uh, uh, did you have your eyes on that Detroit game? I oh. did. <laughs> I did. Well, you Pitt's could, it. Pitts isn't out of Offensive Rookie of the Year. Is that true? 
Yeah, he's had a couple of good weeks in a row. I, I think if he has two more strong weeks, I think he could swing it. And you I know, think Chase could, could see, swing it too. You could see the actual point in the fourth quarter where the Jaguars realize, oh no, what the what are we doing? We need the number one pick. And where Detroit, like Dan Campbell's like, all right, I got to stop with this popularity contest I'm trying to win. Let's get that first pick, you know? You could see right. kind of where the plays, where Detroit becomes Detroit and Jacksonville becomes Jacksonville. Yeah. But it's a battle to the end between those two. Um, quickly, what happened to Russell Wilson, in your opinion? I don't know. I don't he's, know. He's, this year, he's played 12 games. He hasn't even thrown for 2,500 yards. Mm -hmm. 16 touchdowns, five picks. He's only rushed for 141 yards. I, today was like the perfect game where he just would have scampered around and done stuff. So it's like, is he hurt? Is he protecting his body? Does he, does he know this team's going nowhere? Mm -hmm. So he's in self-preservation mode. But man, I watch football every Sunday. He looks really average to me. He doesn't really look much different than some of the guys, Huntley and Josh Johnson, just Listen, running around. Like, do you feel do you feel like he stands out in any way? Because he doesn't to me. No, no. And he should say that he's injured. A lot of these guys should just say that they're injured and step aside for a minute. But I spent seven of the nine Sunday hours screaming at the TV about quarterbacks who are supposed yeah. to run not running, whether it's Josh Allen or Tua or Russell Wilson, especially Russell Wilson. And I don't even care about like a design play or something, but there are a lot of plays out there where there's like 15 yards of daylight and they yeah. can run for seven and slide and put put them their team in a much better spot than they have been. And they just don't do it. And he's like the biggest, the biggest offender of that, I think. Like he never takes off. It's really weird. He... Because Penny all of a sudden out of nowhere looks good. Yeah. And they have Metcalf pins. and they yeah. have Metcalf and Lockett. It's not like they don't have weapons. And, and their yet, defense is great. I think like uh 13 points or fewer or 16 points or fewer, nine of the last 10 games before yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, he was just bad in that game. I don't get it. And so when we talk about everybody's excited about oh, Russell Wilson, who wants to trade for him? Where's he gonna go? Yeah. I would look at his last 16 games and wonder what happened because we had that run where it was like, oh, could he take the MVP? Is it going to happen? And then he dipped. Then this year, he was okay. Got hurt. Has been really pedestrian since he came back. I think a few of these guys screwed themselves. Like Russell Wilson maybe could have taken the rest of the year off and his value would have been much higher, right? More teams would be seeking out. Baker Mayfield is a lesser version of that. Now, he's had torn yeah. labrums. He has real injuries. It's funny that we talk about Aaron Rodgers' toe which whatever, I'm sure it's painful, but and like we praise him for everything he does. But Baker's got like seven injuries. Like, screw that guy. Look how terrible he is. He should have sat. He should have just sat. And then he really would have had a better shot at that second contract. Now, Cleveland's crazy to give it to him. They're just nuts if they give it to him or anybody for that matter. I forget who was the announcer in that game, but they were they were talking about they talked to Baker and they, and. This was early in the game, and the announcers were going. Was it Buck and, and Aikman? Was that? Fox yeah, game? it was yeah. Aikman. Aikman yeah. was saying, um, "You know, Baker said this is the best he's felt in weeks." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, not nervous at all. Got Green Bay to tease, feel good. <laughs> Which I don't care how good Baker feels. Yeah. Uh, and then he threw his four picks. They dropped two other picks, and he threw a pick on the two point that they dropped. He mm -hmm. threw seven passes that Green Bay either caught or should have caught. He was right. awful, and yeah. I. It's like, all right, if he's hurt, if he's not hurt, there's no way Case Keenum is that bad. It's impossible. And I, I thought Mullins was fine. I really did. But that was the weirdest game because it felt like they were surging at the end. 
They had a first down at the 50. Yeah. They had all three timeouts. Stop Chubb, Chubb was doing whatever he wanted in that game. And then they just, they start throwing it with Baker again. I, I mean, you're not, right. It was 141 left, three timeouts midfield, and they didn't run again. Like, we, all, we were texting each other, going crazy. Here. Like, it was insane. At least once. What are you doing? He doesn't have to complete a pass, and they'll win this game if that rookie or walk-on kicker makes his, makes his shot. It really does. I am not impressed with Green Bay's defense. And I know I know they don't have everybody back yet, but... Haven't been that good the last three weeks. Very I think you can. I think you can have long drives in them. And mm-hmm. from what I've seen, because this is really got to look for the long drives. This is what worried me about the Pats today because mm. they're giving like 13-play, 15-play drives. These days that are giving up the long drives, that doesn't work in January. And I think you can have these long drives in the Packers from what I've seen. Rodgers can bail them out in the other end. Adams is great. Yeah. They have two running backs that are good. But um, I but know. I but think for you, you can move it on me, You texted me. I can't wait to bet against the Packers in the play. I have voice recognition on my team. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, settle down. There's seven no, teams I can't here. wait. What I can't what, wait. you you should wait till the Super Bowl. Then maybe you could do it. But I, I think I think your team could move the ball on them. I don't know. That's a nice matchup for you. I have to say this Arizona game is very, very big to me. I, I want to see us beat a good team. I really do. I'll tell you another one. Stafford hasn't looked good in how many weeks? Three interceptions. Yeah, he beat the, when he beat the Jaguars a few weeks ago. That was good. But three interceptions, two of them were atrocious, mm-hmm. and they won that game because they got a special teams playing because mm-hmm. Cousins was awful again. They Stafford, um, I don't know for the price they gave for 37, up thirty seven one ninety seven one touchdown three interceptions. Yeah, I mean Sony Michelle saved them and that kick yep. return saved them. And then Tampa, they keep losing these weapons. They got Brown Antonio Brown going today. But yeah, um, yeah he, you could pick a hole in every single NFC team. And sure. Arizona, we didn't even talk about. Because yeah. from a coaching standpoint, that was one of the worst coach games of the year yesterday. And then the uh, the Kyler Murray, like, what is that dude doing? Why, that's another one. You were talking about when you're yelling at quarterbacks to run more. He seems like he can rush for 15 yards anytime he wants. Right. And he stays in the pocket where he can't even see and he's chucking it, you know, into three guys. I don't get it. You know, I have a feeling if we ask these quarterbacks why they don't take off, they would say, hey, screw you. You're the same one crying that they added a game to the schedule. It's like it is about yeah. self-preservation. You're right. You do want to last another year or two. But it is weird when you're watching a game and saying, oh, look at that. I'm I'm a nobody. And I can see you can run for a touchdown, a uh, first down and put your team in a better position instead. He's backpedaling, throwing that pass. I mean, it's not, not the Kyler Murray we're used to, but it really was the coaching. It was Kingsbury and the defensive coach. What was it, Van Joseph? Like, the Colts had, were missing guys throughout the game. It's not even yeah. like you had, like, a fifth stringer practice all week and try kind of got in sync with the – they really had to start from scratch like every other drive, and Wentz wasn't throwing downfield. I don't know if they were guarding against the, the fly pattern for Hilton or what, but everything was like a five-yard throw or yeah. – or a run for Jonathan Taylor, which they pretty much bottled up after that 40-yard run to start the game. Um, disgusting with how they blew that game. 22-16, they, they should have won that easily, the Arizona. It was disgusting in my wallet. Uh, <laughs> we make fun of Wentz a lot on this on this program, rightfully so. Not enough. Yeah. He made an awesome throw on the touchdown in the end zone when he yep. bought himself time and hit that guy in the fly. That was really high end. Great throw. Rolling right to a little earlier yeah. than that. He had a great throw. But honestly, the first three and a half, not, not even anything against him. It was a smart game plan just to throw short. But I don't know why Arizona didn't catch on. 
he never got strip sacked. He never mm-hmm. had the play where he tries to make something happen as he's getting tackled and just throws it to the other team. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't turn the ball over, and if he can make two plays for them and then Taylor does the rest, like they're pretty good. But yeah. that was like the classic Colts game. Like that's 22 16. That's the kind of game they need. I still yeah. feel like all you have to do is get a lead on them, have him make a mistake, and it's going to be what we think with Carson Wentz. Yeah, and they're usually right. such a first-half team. So that's exactly what I thought Arizona would do, like jump on them quickly. But no, it's the other way. All right, let's take a break. We'll do guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Peloton. Spring, the best time of the year to dial your fitness routine up a notch. You know it's going to happen. It's going to get warm. going to start wearing shorts. going to start wearing bathing suits. You're just You're not going to be able to cover up behind those big coats anymore. Also, it's nice outside. Get outside, do stuff. Or if you don't have time to get outside, I got Peloton for you. Whether you have five or 60 minutes, Peloton's workouts were made to challenge you. Classes like boot camps, full body strength, boxing, marathon training are created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in and you won't feel bad about not being outside. Peloton's expert coaches, challenging classes, and nonstop vibes will keep you coming back for more. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, guess the lines. This is for week 17. Somehow we have two weeks left mm-hmm. in the season. A lot of people talking about what happened last week on guess the lines. We guess the lines every week. We've been doing it since 2007. I yeah. go, you go. We try to see who gets the best record. We try to get bragging rights, the whole thing. I beat you 15 to one last week. Dominant. And people were texting me, calling me a Sal K. <laughs> Do you think he's going to be back this week? What I happened? Don't know what it was. Should is Sal? Does he have a substance abuse problem? What's going on with him? All did he things, throw man. it? Did he bet against himself? Does Fanduel have bets <laughs> where you can bet against yourself? Did he throw it? What happened? So answer your critics. Yeah. What happened? I don't know what happened. I I know I was in a bad mood. You called it. I lost every single thing I touched last week. But that shouldn't get in the way of picking. I mean, you, no one should beat me. You shouldn't win fifteen to one or whatever it was. But I will say this, Bill: No one is as good or as bad as they were the week before. And I know people are betting on you this week because you destroyed me and there's no uh, reason I should come back. But this is what we're talking about, the common narrative. Go against it. I'm going to whip you this week. And I didn't cheat. Well, we have no Thursday game. I know. Wait, hold on. Let me yell at my children. You can leave this in if you want. Oh, an early parent corner. Yeah. Hey, shut up or I'm returning all the gifts. All right. Let's see if that works. I doubt it. That was Paracord. It was brought to you by CarMax. Um, Okay. So we have no Thursday game. Right. I'm going to give us two Sunday marquee games, one for each conference. So we'll go AFC, Sunday, Chiefs, Bengals. It's in Kansas City. Joey Burrow, Joey B, our guy, threw for over 500 today. I think he had four touchdowns. he single-handedly cost me my fantasy matchup because Higgins had like 31 points. Mixon had 25. Fourth he most was, in history. 525. Crazy. He was throwing it when they were up 20 with two minutes left, mm-hmm. which felt very fuck you-ish. It felt like there was some Ravens-Bengals from years past. Like, oh, you've been kicking sand in our face at recess for 20 years. Watch this. They... When they threw, it was like, I thought they were running out the clock. All of a sudden, he's chucking it 40 yards downfield. And it's not really fair. They traveled with like 14 defensive players, didn't they? Baltimore yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. was extra F you. 
Well, Baltimore had hit a point where they had had so much resilience all season mm -hmm. that you go into today and you think like, oh, they have no chance. They're missing everybody. They have Josh Johnson. And the line was seven. Right. And it was like, it was like shell of a Ravens against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And Vegas was like, we're leaving this at seven. We're not, we don't trust the Ravens. Yeah. But it was finally. Yeah, it was like two and a half all week. And you yeah. didn't know if it was Lamar. I mean, it's two and a half all week and it wasn't looking like Lamar any, any way you shook it, right? Yeah. What well, it seems year. like they threw that one away because mm -hmm. I bet if it was like a playoff game, Lamar could have played. But, but they why probably... don't they move? Why do they move games? Why do they not move games? Is it a quarterback? Importance of the quarterback? Importance of the game? Is it number of COVID players? What, what is the consideration to move a game? So you're asking me to make sense of a league run by Roger Goodell. <laughs> well, I mean, that has no rhyme or reason with anything it does. I would love right. an answer just like to that. Why, why wouldn't the Ravens, it? why wouldn't this game have moved one day? Just let the Ravens play every Tuesday for the rest of the year. Whatever. Yeah. Who knows? We, we get it. The AFC North is ravaged with COVID. Well, I have the Chiefs favored by six over the Bengals. Oh, all right. Good. Good for me. I said three and a half. It's four and a half. Oh, that's too low. Well, you love Cincinnati. What do you mean it's too low? Ah, the Chiefs are good. The Chiefs are at least like they have to be six and up against anybody that's not one of the top four teams in the league, I think, at this point, if they're home. You don't think yeah. so? They're rolling over everybody now. I think so. I, I think they're definitely better than Cincinnati. That line but, will go up. That line but, will be But six. I think you're right in that they don't need it, right? So that, yeah. I, that that's going to count in a lot of these, I have a feeling. Uh, the other Sunday, Mark, you will go to the NFC. Cowboys Cardinals in Dallas. Congrats. Mm -hmm. You made a marquee game. And I think this is Vegas zone, just like the last one. I have four and a half for this one. Dallas uh, by let, four and a half. Let me check because I, I guessed and then I saw a line before and I saw after and I left I left it. But uh, I think they had three. Yeah, it's still three. And that's what I said. Mm. Oh, you're going to beat me this week. I can I'm feel it in the, the air. Bad, the bad... Uh, the only beating the bad teams. Um, Vegas doesn't forget. I don't know what to make of that cards team without Hopkins. It seemed yeah. like it was awfully hard for them to move the ball. A lot, it was a lot of Christian Kirk mm -hmm. with like one eighth of a step on somebody in traffic trying to haul down a 40 yard. Right. I, I didn't show it up at the end too. Yeah. Hurt seems to get open every time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, really that offense should move just better anyway. You're right with Kyler Murray taking off. Also, why is Ky have you ever seen a quarterback who's more exhausted in the fourth quarter than Kyler right. Murray? They'll cut to him and he's like heaving like he's Apollo in the end of Rocky Two, <laughs> like like coming out for the fiftieth round. Yeah. It's like what's going on? There's stoppages every five minutes in the NFL game for ten minutes. He actually how said, are you this out of breath? He actually said there ain't going to be no rematch when he <laughs> at the jersey exchange with Carson Wentz. <laughs> Weird. I watched uh, the second half of Rocky Two recently. Mm -hmm. The coma scene gets longer every year. <laughs> it's so slow. The coma scene put me in a coma. So right. I was watching it. It's so long. He's reading to her. And it cuts to Mick and Church. It mm -hmm. cuts back. Rocky's reading again. It just That's goes on forever. Is, That's why three is the best. I know. I know. Oh, three is the best. Three, this, no. There's three fights. You have to, right? It moves the, the actions there with the thunder lips and then the two fights, the two club or lang fights. It's great, especially with the show kids. Which one did we do for rewatch? We did four for rewatch. We re did four. Yeah. Oh, we got to do three next. Don't you disclude me from that. I, no, I you're in three. I have okay. you penciled in. All right, good. I think three is still one of the best movies of the last 40 years. Terrific. 
It's, it's, it's like really the greatest. It's Goodfellas, Rocky Three, There Will Be Blood, whatever it is. Rocky Three has to be on the list. It's how about this? It changed professional wrestling. Yeah, that, that's a huge. That's a huge thing. It's got like six incredible scenes, mm -hmm. like the the Clubber Lang at the statue ceremonies. Hey woman. Yeah. Hey woman. Um, what a movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Watchables. I got five. I'm including this one just because there's playoff implications and two teams that happen to be fun right now. The Bills and the Falcons. You're in Buffalo. That? A yeah, Falcons I'm gonna is a watchable game. I'm putting yeah. this in the watchables. All right. I was off by a lot here, but go ahead. I have the Bills by 12 over the Falcons. Oh, good for you. I said 10. It's 13 and a half. Mm. 13 it, and a half. They don't want us teasing this. I'm gonna make a recommendation to you in a in a minute, but go ahead. Well, let's let's get through them all. I'll show you. Next one, watchable, just because of the playoff. Really, the playoff implications I had for watchable for this. Titans-Dolphins, which normally mm -hmm. wouldn't be in this category, but it is this week. I have the Titans favored by six over the Dolphins. The Titans by six? No, I said four. It's three and a half. Yeah. What you said about how you're worried about Dallas because they hadn't played anybody. You feel that? Oh, the Dolphins are the all-time example of that. And oh, they're really? going to get Ian Book tomorrow. Yeah. But they've had week after week. They've played nobody. Let, let me just, um, yeah. Let's talk about playing the nobodies. Let me just go. We said Philly. Well, I'll wait till we get to the Philly game. But Philly's played from um, Gilbert, Wilson, Jones, and Simeon. And I guess, uh, what's his name today? From and uh, who, who's the other shithead Giants have out there? With the long neck. I don't know. Oh, uh, Glennon. Yeah, yeah. Mike Lennon. Miami's That's last right. five weeks were Houston, mm -hmm. Baltimore on the Thursday night, that weird game, mm -hmm. the Jets, Carolina, Giants, Jets. Those are the last six. They, they literally haven't played anybody. There's going to be a dumb team like that that makes the playoffs, though. It's a problem. I can't wait to be, bet against two of them. That's the it. You said it. There you go. That's our Colts. Guy. Colts are home for the Raiders. Mm hmm. I don't know what to make of the Raiders anymore. I bet on them today. It was exciting. I never felt comfortable for one second. Derek Carr, <laughs> Derek Carr running out the first half through a screen pass right to Bradley Chubb, nice. who almost scored on it. Um, he's Then he had another one where he threw another pick. It seemed like he was going to come out. What's-his-face was warming up? Nathan Peterman. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's happened in my life? I have Nathan Peterman in a bet. No, <laughs> Carr comes back in. They win it. Well, you know, Jacobs. J Jacobs, he's he was the key, right? Did what do you have? 129 or something rushing? 129 yards, nine kids. <laughs> <laughs> How he's 23 years old. <laughs> what goes on? He's a prolific guy. I have uh the Colts favored by seven over the Raiders. Right, you were better with this. I said five and a half. It's eight. They love the Colts, fan that's, that's a tease. Can I, the, the Raiders are never going to be scary, except scary to you if you bet on. But if Waller comes back, aren't they? With the, if shouldn't Waller they, comes back, they yes. score points if Jacobs has run the ball and, and Carr's not bad. Like statistically, he has more good games than bad. Come back. Renfro. Uh, yeah, you know Renfro's what, great. You know what else is scary when you bet on the Raiders? I mean, there's a lot of things, Everything. but. When they cut to the interim coach and it looks, he looks like he's the pit boss at three oh, in the yeah, morning Sachi, at like yeah. the win. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, is it, did, did they turn the camera on? The pit boss is staring at me. What's going on with this guy? Yeah, that's what he just has that look on his face. He doesn't move. <laughs> What's that guy's name? 
is, is it Rich Basaccia? Is that Rich what it? the pit yeah. boss? Rich yeah, Bisaccia. I love it. I was wondering hey, why why Derek Carr said change three hundred in his cadence. <laughs> right, like Basaccia, like barely looked over. <laughs> Rich, can I get a marker? Uh, all right, Chargers are home for the Broncos. Now we just saw the Broncos fans really traveled. They were in Vegas. I was impressed. Did you see mm -hmm. that? Yeah, they had that like half good. the crowd. It was like 50-50. It would be more than half the crowd at this Chargers game. And I think I th this feels like fringe Vegas zone to me. I went four and a half Chargers. Yeah, you're gonna get this. Damn. All right, we're tied now. I said three and a half. It's five and a half. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, how do you make the Chargers a field goal better than anybody now? I don't care who they're going against. They suck. You're going to get For, your boy. You know what? Oh, you don't have him. Right? He's in your fantasy lineup. What did you say? Williams? Yeah. Denver running back? Oh, he's going to go for 1,000 yards this week. Watch. Believe me, I was aware. I just yeah. want to make the finals because I had... Yeah. I mean, her, I don't know what happened to Herbert today. I don't There's understand it. Balls. He was all over the place. It's like mm -hmm. Mike Williams shouldn't mean this much. You still had Keenan Allen. You still had like a bunch of fast guys running. That was he's terrible. no Davis Mills. What are you going to do? He's not. Rams are home. Wait a no. second. At the Rams the Rams are at Baltimore. My bad. And I think they're going to be favored. We probably will see Lamar Jackson this game. <laughs> right? The diarrhea run is over. The runs, the run on runs. <laughs> I'd love I, to see it. I think the Rams are going to be favored. Though. I have the Rams by two and a half. All right. I, I edge you out this. I said three and it is three. Mm. Four, three. Good guys. All right, we're going to the barely watchables. The That's Bucks. a good run for NFL. We had uh, we have yeah, that, seven good games. I guess well, if they, they're all on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we lost. We don't have Thursday game or Saturday mm -hmm. game, and I don't so know what, what they do. So there's nine early games, and there's four, uh, five late afternoon, and then there's a night. I see what they're doing. Yeah, barely watchables. Tampa's at the Jets, and I think they. We'll put this at 13, so we can't put them in a th in a three-team 10-point tease. Bucks by 13. Good job by you. I said 11. It is 13. Have you... That's been one of my strategies with these high lines now. I, I just don't think they want us to tease some of these games. Yeah. They should. All we do is lose on teasers. I don't know why they care so much. Is there any way... Because we could money line parlay it. They, they, they could block us out of a teaser, but not a money line parlay. Did Tom Brady say, I'm never losing to the Jets again years and years ago? And then he just, I mean, they they can't blow this, right? I, I imagine there's going to be one game in the next two weeks that's going to be like, holy shit, this team's not ready for the playoffs or what. But this this can't it's be. It's not going right? to be this one. Yeah, it it's not going to be this one. Right? Okay. Well, we can do the 13-point tease on FanDuel. It needs four teams. I'm with you. I got a big plan. Next one uh, is at Washington the Washington disgraced professional football team, the Washington <laughs> unprofessional football team, the Washington eyesore of a football team. They're home for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think the Eagles are going to be favored by seven points. Oh, wow. I said three and a half. It's three. Yeah. Let me check this, though, because you're right. This this um, this um was pregame. So let me see. I'm going to get screwed here. Watch. No? Three, three and a half. Yeah. All right. Good. Find me the person who's betting on Washington <laughs> plus three and a half. <laughs> Introduce me to this person. I can't do it. Not even Dan Snyder. Here's another one. 49ers, Texans. I'm bumping this to 13. 
because mm-hmm. they're not going to want us to tease the 49ers. I have the 49ers by 13 over the Texans. I think you're going to get this too if I can find it because I went low. Where is it? Oh, yeah, I said 12 and a half. It is 15. Mm. I'm telling you, Simmons, if I lose this under four and a half bet with the Texans, you're going to hear it out. You're going to hear. You're not losing it. I mean, for God's sakes, if this happens, who do they have the last week? Who did we say? Uh, you're not you're not losing it. Yeah. Can uh, we talk Tennessee. about John Lynch really quick? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so he liked leave Jimmy in Nashville as a tweet and then said he accidentally liked it, which, by the way, isn't inconceivable. I've accidentally liked tweets when you're scrolling through and your finger hits it. If you're on your phone, yeah, you're lying too. but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, it, it's conceivable. <laughs> you could hit a button. But what's clear is that like his kids or his wife are running his account, right? Uh yeah, either that or our friend Hench brought it up. It's like, I'd love to have seen the moment when his 12-year-old daughter d- explained to him, like, yes, people could see that you like tweets. <laughs> like, like, oh. <laughs> like, also, oh, so he liked it and didn't he, realize we could he, track this? Yeah, and he, I, I bet he didn't realize it. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he did it by accident. But you have to think, at least, it gives you some insight as to what he's thinking, right? Like, he liked it. He did like it. Whether he actually liked it or not, he did like it. Jake Laser, the first year I had this podcast, not the ESPN one, mm-hmm. he came on, he told a whole story about how John Lynch had 28 Mai Tais at this Pro Bowl event. Oh, no. And it's an amazing story. You can listen to it. It's go back and listen to the Jake Laser pod. Mm-hmm. So every time anything happens with John Lynch, I always think of the 28 Mai Tais and I'm like, well, it makes <laughs> sense. I mean, he did have 28 Mai Tais. Yeah, but this was in <laughs> church. I mean, I guess he got drunk on the on the wine they give you when you I'd, take communion. But. He might not be batting with a full deck anymore. <laughs> Poop Fecta. We got four. We got Bears home for the Giants. Nick Foles actually uh, made some confident plays down the stretch. Yeah. Nagy went for two, I think, because he just didn't want to be there any longer. Right. (laughs) Smart. He just wanted to leave. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go for two. If we win, great. (laughs) If we lose, I get to go home. What a catch that was. And meanwhile, they're playing the Giants, whose fans are, I think, all-time rock bottom for Giants fans compared to where they were 10 years ago. You think, like, 10 years ago, they're going toe-to-toe with Brady in a Super Bowl. Now they're, I think, the worst record last five years of anybody. It's got to no, be the no worst. No real hope. Yeah, it's got to be rock bottom. And, and, the, and the hope, there's not even a hope that they blow it all up because they're bringing Judge back, which I think the, the players, um, maybe <laughs> they'll love the idea so much, yeah. uh, as is evident by how they played today. And, you know, you have, you're playing, uh, paying all these stars, it's supposed to be stars, big, big contracts. And what are you going to do with a quarterback? I mean, they just overmatched at every position. It's pretty bad. Well, they're going to be overmatched with this line. I have the Bears by three and a half over the Giants. Oh, wow. I said six and a half, and it's five and a half. Oh. Now, the Giants are maybe the worst. The Bears are no walk in the park. No, I know. But like the Lions that seems are high. like the lot. If the Lions played the Giants, Lions win six or seven out of 10, I think. I think the Jags and the Giants are the two worst. Yeah, maybe those two. From yeah. what I saw today from the Jags, the Jags mm-hmm. are awful. Yeah. Saints, Panthers. Panthers are no great shakes. Matt Rule mm-hmm. taking a lot of heat today on Twitter. He had some quote about, he's comparing it to Jay-Z, how it took Jay-Z seven years to build the brand. Oh, no. This is what you got to do here. This stuff takes time. I like where we are. And people are like, you like where you are? You've taken nine steps back. You, yeah, did, you you platoon at the quarterback position. This has never worked in the history of pro football. Does Jay-Z 
switch producers after each verse of a hit record. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think Rule really knows what he's doing with Newton or Darnold. I, by the way, there's not a, a superstar within either of them. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's bizarre how he switches them in and out for no reason. And they're built with this big contract for McCaffrey, who we have no idea yeah. if he can play eight weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Anywho, Saints are uh, home, and I think that's going to be like a minus six for them. Yeah, you, you'll get it. I said four and a half. It's six and a half. Mm. So it is five. I will not be teasing them. Six to five. Yeah, that's a stay away. Did you see the stories about how they were contacting Drew Brees and Phil Rivers trying them to come out of retirement? What did that say? Someone in the organization contacted Breeze and he sent the picture of them fishing. What, what does that mean? Someone yeah. in the organization. Well, it had to have been one of the high ranking people in the organization. And that like, got out, huh? Yeah. Like if it was the ringer and we were trying to convince Drew Breeze to come back, like I'm pretty sure like I would be the one sending the email. Right. It's yeah. usually how this goes. It's not, it wasn't like, uh, oh, it, an assistant scout sent Drew Brees an email to see if he'd be interested. Like, it's the GM or the owner's going to contact So him. then who, how did it get out? Like, Brees was bragging to his buddies? Like, yeah, look what I did. Like, what? It, yeah, I'm going to like this Jimmy G tweet, and then I'm going to, what, look at, look, I'm going to send you this. Brees uh, should have bragged about it on TV. It would have been the first time he's been interesting on TV <laughs> all year. Oh, <laughs> you're right. He's corpse. What are you talking about? I thought the first four weeks when we weren't used to his hair were pretty interesting, but now it's, yeah. Now it's it really rough. I actually thought Rodney Harrison was pretty good with Dungey. Yeah. I didn't yeah, mind them. Sure. And now it's like super awkward. The best part is right before the half when they cut to them and they have their scripted, mm-hmm. it's Maria Taylor and she's like, coming up at the half, mm-hmm. we'll talk about how the Cardinals, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes, and she turns to Drew and Drew's like, and Tom Brady has some new weapons. And then yeah. it cuts, cuts to Dungey and he's like, Jonathan Taylor, MVP? Right. And then Maria Taylor goes, coming up next. It's like the least ad-lib thing yeah, of all time. I don't it's, like that. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. It reminds uh, me of like a no, bad SNL commercial. Bree should just be like, all right, skip me for now. I'll come up with something. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out what he's doing. <laughs> Hold on. Let me freelance this. Should he get this. a buy like Michelle Tafoya? Maybe he needs a buy. Like as a player, he got a buy. He has, he's gone just straight through. I actually listened to what he said at halftime. Maybe he does need a buy. <laughs> he talked for a minute and it was basically, it was they gave him the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, if you're the Cardinals, you got to be worried. You're just not, you haven't been playing well for a couple of weeks. And it's one of those things. You just got to figure it out for the playoffs or you're going to be going home. Yeah. And it was like, why are you here? He can't say anything. No, he's a nice guy. He's like, if you're on there, you got to like lob some, you know, you don't want to go the other way where like Stephen A yesterday on Countdown was said Donovan Mitchell was the best player in the history of the Utah franchise. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, whoa, it's like, (laughs) all right. Yeah, you got to kind of be a dick like us, but still well, somewhat stomach. If you're going to be the hyperbole, it's got to have at least be rooted in truth, right? Right. Like Donovan Mitchell has a chance to be the greatest player in Utah history. Mm-hmm. It can't be Donovan Mitchell is the greatest player in Utah jazz history. Yeah. When Carl Malone was on the team, he's like one of the 24 best players of all time. Just don't, uh, if NBC hires Stephen A for Sunday night, just don't <laughs> I think that's what you're pushing for. I don't like it. That'd be great. Uh, say, just maybe some coffee for Drew Brees. <laughs> Seahawks are home for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Seahawks season is over. The, the Lions are probably more excited to be in this game than the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to be favored by five and a half, but I like the oh. Lions already as an underdog parlay. I said, you're going to like them even more because it's eight and I said seven. 
Oh so man, what? So the Seahawks just every week they're favored by four points too high week after week. It's well, like. I think they're thinking they don't win that much at home. They're gonna win at home, and and it's the Lions, so we can't make it three, right? Hmm. I like the Lions. Eight might be too high. Sunday night Packers Vikings. We get to make fun of Kirk Cousins on the Vikings I for think one you of the last one. times. You Who did I miss? Your team. Oh, I did. I missed one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want to talk about them, but they could uh, possibly win this game. Yeah, you're right. Pats <laughs> home for the Jags. I have the uh, Pats favored by 13 and a half. Uh, that's exactly what I had, and it's 15 and a half. Mm. Okay. All right, let me just let me just tempt you with something here. One, two, three. Is this a FanDuel four-teamer? It sure is. Tampa beats the Jets. We already said Tampa's never leave, losing to the Jets again. Your team takes care of the Jaguars. That just got to happen. The Bills beat Atlanta. Do we keep that out of it? Yeah. We keep that out of it. Okay. I'm afraid of Atlanta. Okay, fine. But San Francisco beats Houston, right? Yeah. Minus 265. Just those three? Let's do it. 26,500 to win 10,000. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm putting you in. Okay. Send it at Packers home for the Vikings. <laughs> I have, uh, I think they jacked this up, but not so it's unteasable. I think it's Packers eight and a half. Uh, I get this. I said seven and a half. It's only six and a half. I think I won oh. the week. Seven, six. Yeah, I think it did. Two, three, four, five. Jacoby six, told seven. me to let you in. There you go. Jacoby is such a he. He worries so much about me. All right, I'm up nine six. Jacobs, we did it. You did one it. left. What a comeback for you. Monday night Browns at Steelers. Baker against Roethlisberger. Mm -hmm. The matchup we've all deserved. Big Ben's yeah. final <sighs> game in Heinz ever. No question about it. Right. Hmm. Unless he comes back like nah. week eight next year because he's feeling great. Oh, no, he'll wave when they hang his jersey or whatever. But I mean, like final, final game playing. I can't imagine that's going to be an emotional weekend around <laughs> the country. Browns, I have the Browns favored by one and a half in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you were close. And I thought the Steelers, the sentimentality and everything, they'd give the Steelers a one point nod. Browns by two and a half is the number. Okay. Too little, too late. Nine, seven, I win. All right. So does that put me, where am I? I'm still leading by one, I think, for you the are? year. Yeah. Are uh, you? Or no, two? seven, seven, two. Wait. Seven, oh, seven, no, two? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Eight, oh, yeah. seven, two. Eight, seven, two. Right. I'm up one. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do Paracord. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee with the CarMax Love Your Car Guarantee. Now you have 30 days to decide if a car is the right fit, and you can return the car for any reason for a full refund up to 1,500 miles. You can take your time, and you should. It's going to be your car, so you want to be certain. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, you're up. All right. Well, I didn't see the kids this week, so. Oh, no, it was Christmas. I saw uh, way too much of them. But, um... I will say a couple days before, you know, I have a thing with this elf on the shelf, right? I just hate his guts. I hate him more than anything, really. Um, but like probably December 22nd, I had been good all all December. Like I, I set an alarm or whatever. I would I would just I'd get it in my head. I was I was 21 for 21 moving the elf on the shelf. 
uh, until December 22nd. I watched with my eight-year-old uh, Little Big League, which uh, mm. is a nonsensical movie, by the way. The kid being the manager of Minnesota. You remember that movie? They just The, the team would have revolted, and that would have been that. I'm a huge uh, fan of that movie. You do? You are? No, it's yeah. terrible. I, it's, it's fun to watch with your young yeah. son, though. Yeah, but grown-ups are assholes. It would have been an 18-minute-long movie. The, the, yeah. the team wouldn't have played for him. But anyway, all right, so we watched that, and now it's like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have school. They're off. So it's like 10, 15 when it's over. I'm like, all right, you got to go to bed. Go brush your teeth. I'll go tuck you in. So this has kind of been our thing. When he goes to uh, brush his teeth, he'll go upstairs. I'll listen. I'll make sure he gets upstairs. And then I moved that MF and Elf. Yeah. And so he did it, and he's uh, brushing his teeth, and I hear the bathroom door open. And I go to hide the elf and um, I lock eyes with him. He's now at the top of the steps and he sees me holding the elf. And oh boy, I don't say anything and he doesn't say anything. And he runs to the bathroom and I go to hide the elf. And we didn't speak of it. We haven't spoken about it. And it was like, it was like he walked into a strip club and saw me getting a lap dance. And it's like, all right, we're, <laughs> not, we're just never going to. Do it, but what was happening is the next day he'd be like, Dad, Dad, look, the elf's in the blender. Like, Dad, look, the elf's here. He's there. He's like, he didn't do it anymore. I think he knows now, but it's uh, just something we're not going to speak of. And I'm a little bummed out, but I'm also so relieved, so 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 relieved. You should have done it sooner. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Wait, but really, all I have to do is shake this thing in your face, and you don't believe? But uh, the wife's not happy. But whatever, it, it, it was accidental, and if th if that's how it has to be, so be it. You locked eyes. <laughs> that was it. And, and his life was never the same. <laughs> a lot of therapy, but it's worth it, was it like, for me. It was like you were at a bar with some some yeah. lady. And yeah, he right. locked eyes with you and just kept walking. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Um, I traveled with my family this week and, oh, yeah. uh, and went back to Boston. Good week to travel, right? Good week to travel. There was nothing going on. Um, Quick travel story. Yeah. So we have to wear the mask, but then everyone just takes the mask off when you eat and you, yeah. or when you're having a glass of wine. So had the old guy right, right across the row who was coughing and sneezing in his mask and then took the mask off and was having wine. And I'm just like, oh, cool. I'm going to get Omicron now. <laughs> but had the mask off for 40 minutes, put it back on. Like, what are we doing? Is Cliff Kingsbury running the country? What are we doing? <laughs> Do the mask stay on or they stay off? Because if, if I have the mask on 78% of the time, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get COVID the other 22%. So do I need a mask or not? You so don't I was think like the double virus, masking. The virus doesn't know to leave you alone when you're sipping Cabernet. Like you don't think the virus is considerate. What are we just, doing? <laughs> We're going to restaurants. We're at the hostess station yeah. with the mask on. Right. Walk through with the mask, sit down at the table, take the mask off. What? That's it. No, the virus knows the four minutes between you stepping in the uh, chilies or the Olive Garden and then putting the bread basket on the table. That's when the virus strikes. That, what are you talking about? So traveling with the fam, you're just yeah. you're just constantly reminded how stupid all of this is because, mm -hmm. you know, we have nobody in charge of anything. Right. And people and the, you, it's gotten to the point where I can see the other side when like the the you know, the other side, I know. all the stuff they say, it's like, all right, there's some truth in that. Mm -hmm. There's some truth in that. And then you're like, well, there's some truth in this side. I wish there was a third side. Can there be a third side for there the normal people? There needs to be people? a third side. The normal people who are like, why am I wearing a mask at the hostess station? But if I walk 10 feet, I don't have to have a mask on anymore, but I'm in the same enclosed yeah. place. Or I'm at my kid's basketball game and 
they don't have masks on, but we have masks on, but the person next to me has a mask under their nose and the ref has no mask at all. And like, what, what are we doing? It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. Uh, There's no rhyme or reason to any of it. I don't understand it. Nobody understands. We're all just like, oh, cool. Well, all right, I'll do my part. I'll put my mask on. It's like littering. I will tell a quick, let me tell a quick story. I know you're going to get to your fight now, but so uh, on Fox bet live, I blew through all my money. You get $10,000 for the year. So I had to spin the wheel of consequences to get another $10,000. And I go up against Clay Travis, you know, and he's anti-masked for the last 25 years, whatever it's been. So the consequences uh, lands on producer punch. So I have to get punched in the stomach by a producer and a producer comes out in a boxing robe and a mask and hits me as hard as he can in the stomach. And Clay Travis, for the first time ever, made a good point. He's like, so let me get this straight. He is allowed to punch you. Fox has allowed him to punch you in the stomach as hard as he can. But while doing so, he has to wear a mask. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the show. (laughs) It is bizarre. It's bizarre what goes on. It's bizarre. It's turning into littering. It's like we all have to do our part or like recycling. That's like you recycle. Yeah, I put my stuff in the booth thing. Other people didn't. Right. All right. Yep. Well, I did my part, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was double. Once that guy started coughing next to me, I was double masked the rest of the way <laughs> for six hours. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not getting Omicron before mm-hmm. the fight. But then you read the Omicron stuff and it's like mild symptoms. So right. I'm vaxxed and I'm boosted. And I just like, what, what, when is it not going to be weird anymore? What, what, give me a year. When is it, when is life going to rope? My daughter's flipping out because she's, you know, halfway through junior in high school. And she's like, this is it. This is going to be my entire high school yeah, thing. I'm mask. just going to wear a mask. And then everyone's worried for their parents again, because mm-hmm. you can get vaxxed and boosted and you could still get something. And it's just right. like, how are we still here? It's 21 months. I know. I walked through it. I said, I, I was laughing about it in a, in a terrible way. I was like, this is crazy that this shit is still going on. But I, I don't know that there's an end date. I really don't. Yeah, maybe there is. We have to ask Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. He's the only one who really knows. Well, my parent corner, um, we, so we come back a little tired of each other, but usually we always open gifts on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. right? We'd have Christmas Eve dinner, come back, open gifts. This year, the kids were like, ah, let's do it in the morning. Did it in the morning, just kind of did it. My point is, treasure those off on the shelf days, my friend, when Christmas really matters. Oh, no. Hits that point. When the kids are like 14, 15, 16, where they start to look at Christmas the same way we do, where it's like, yeah, kind of a pain in the ass. I got to buy gifts. I got to think of this. I got to make sure I did this. I did that. They're thinking the same thing. My son was all proud. He got us gifts, came back, immediately announced to us that he got us all gifts, told my wife, your gift was $79. Like he's a freaking (laughs) lunatic. (laughs) But I just, it made me miss the old days when, you know, I, what's the sweet spot for Christmas? Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I would th- we would we try like to get Harrison's this, right? still in it, right? Yeah, he loves it. He loves it still. He believes all. You waking up, maybe. race down. Oh my God. He oh, took he a spent, bite of the cookie. He spent 20 minutes. Exactly. I, he put 20, min- 20 minutes getting cookies out there and uh, what, like carrots for the reindeer. And then we got to go through the thing where we break a few a little off and I end up eating everything uh, he puts <laughs> out. So, but yeah, you're right. No, it's nice. It is nice. Otherwise, I'm, it's like 11 minutes and it's over, right? I'm jealous you had the third one, right? I really wish we had done that. It was a big mistake. Mm. They get well, old and then all of a sudden it's like, it's just all gone. It's then, then that's it. You just could live vicariously through stories. Well, I can like give that. you the elf on the shelf if you want to just play along with that. As you know, from the old parent corners, uh, 
my family hated the elf in the show for <laughs> the right. passion. It's really one of the worst ideas of all time. Uh, and whoever thought of it should be shot. The worst. I hate them. Uh, all right, that's it for Paracorder. Today's Parent Corner was brought to you by CarMax. CarMax has reimagined car buying by putting you in the driver's seat. You can still shop for a car online at home in your sweatpants, or if you want to stop by the lot, you can still wear your sweatpants. However you want to find your next car, do it your way. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, before we get to way up to Pug, are you watching screeners? Are you banging through them? Um, no, I'm really slow on them. Tell me what's good. Uh, but do I have to watch Bond and what else? Uh, the the Gucci movie. What what do I have to say? Gucci movie is weird, but worth watching. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going for it. I liked uh, the Lost Daughter. I thought was the was the surprise for me so far of one that I didn't expect to really like, but I liked right. Olivia Coleman. Um, she goes to Greece. It's good. It's like one of those weird indie movies. But I thought that was good. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll get better now. Succession is over. Curb is the last one was tonight, right? So then I could. I can free up some time. I got to get through that Beatles documentary. I watched for 20 <laughs> minutes a night and then I just, it just puts me to sleep and I let, love some parts, but it really I, I absolutely puts me to sleep every night. The uh, Yellow Jackets isn't bad. Oh, I yeah. I like that one on like Showtime. That. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, a few people. Yeah, well, I mean, it was hard to catch up on stuff when there was football. It's seemingly every single day for how many days in a row there. Do you watch we had, the like Colts? Wednesday off and Friday off. Oh, yeah, it was nuts this week. Do you watch the Colts uh, Hard Knocks? No, I, I, I'm I at feel like an capacity. asshole for not watching it. I, People like it. I, I have a couple of friends that are really into it. I feel like I've fallen off as a football fan for not watching. I'm like, oh man. And also inside the NFL is not on, uh, it's not on Showtime anymore. So I don't watch that. I, I don't know. I feel like I got to watch more football. Um, all right. So what do you That's have to it. Fox bet live Monday, Thursday, and Friday this week, the extra points podcast network. Uh, we'll service all your gambling needs, extrapoints.com. By the way, we have 12 talent who pick games every week. 10 out of 12 or 500 or better. Good job by them. 10 out of 12, 160 games, whatever. You can take credit for that. You can take credit if you want. Who's going to be your ace New Year's Eve? Definitely trust this person's picks on New Year's Eve for the semifinals. What do you mean? For college. Oh, uh, what, 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 like what, pundit? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? Harry? Uh, I I think it's going to be Dr. Fauci because it seems like they could cancel those games from what I'm seeing. These bowl games are disappointing, uh, disappearing one at a time. Disgusting. Well, that would stink. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, stay safe out there. You try to try it. Make sure you wear your mask from the hostess. Yes. (laughs) From the hostess stand to the table, but then you can take it off. Right. Make then sure it's the fine. breadsticks are then actually fine. bounce off the table first. It's yeah. fine. Um, all right. Happy uh, happy holidays to you and the fam. I yes. will see you in 2022. That's right. Good job by you, buddy. Good job by you. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing. As always, thanks to Sal. I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. Two more podcasts coming this week.